Aditi. Uh, sir, I was listening to your podcast and in, in that you said that, that Upanishad said Neti Neti to personify the God. in the god in the personified way because it is sometimes it's, it's it's like disrespecting the god that ultimate brahm but uh, in bhakti marg it is said that one first to assume that god and with the help of naam roop and leela we should try to reach that uh, ultimate brahm or that ultimate god so it's uh, both are the uh, somewhere conflicting so i am follows you also and i am following bhakti marg also so i i am like in dilemma what to follow and whether to personify that god in that being or not see brahm is not god it's a popular misconception brahm is not god so in your question you said that there is a way to reach brahm or god using this 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 first of all brahm is not god the objective of all spirituality is truth realization not god attainment these are two very different goals to believe in god you have to believe in yourself which is ego so god attainment can come only when there is a belief in the egoistic self who else will attain whereas truth realization involves dissolution of the ego which means you are seeing yourself as fictitious unnecessary invalid these are two very different things hmm? now proceed from here so sir again it again uh, had dilemma that uh, where i was used to i used to listen to agvatam and here it said that your ultimate purpose of life is to attain that uh, because that is ultimate happiness that that is ultimate happiness to attain to know yourself that you are attaining the how god do you, know? you how do you know how do you know by uh, reading the vedantas by doing meditation by devoting no, ourselves wait, to wait, god wait, wait. bhagavatam is not vedant ha huh, exactly no so what have you read what do you know actually in that uh, that uh, i read that that uh, the only purpose of life is not like to eating and uh, like to uh, say like up uh, how come or mar jao it's not like the whole purpose of life your life there is a bigger other purpose is there that uh, there is some bigger happiness is there to uh, to help others and ultimately like, there is something that uh, that god to achieve that they, they, like uh, krishna you can achieve krishna by by taking his name by uh, meditating his uh, by leela so they are why, why should you why should you achieve krishna very objectively i'm just inquiring uh, uh, that maybe that he is a ultimate source of happiness okay so krishna is ultimate so you must achieve him right okay right and all this has been told to you by krishna no the uh, the prof, uh, like whom from whom i used to... no wait 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 if krishna is ultimate should i listen to krishna or someone else 
but there is no way to uh, listen krishna directly right there is the bhagavad gita there is the bhagavad gita instead of that you are reading a puran which is not from krishna if krishna is indeed ultimate should i listen to krishna or should i listen to anybody else even if it's a high sage but in kalyugit is said that uh, that shrimad bhagavatam who said that again who said that krishna said that or somebody else somebody else of course somebody so why should you not listen to krishna directly so in uh, in shrimad bhagavad gita also there is a there is a concept of bhakti marg also that they they talked about bhakti marg where you had to personify that uh that god you don't have to personify bhakti is not at all about personification who has put these concepts to you sikhism for example is entirely a religion of devotion and tell a sikh that god is a person and he will not spare you not in the person i'm not saying against a not person in that sense but someone who who whom we can love whom we can devote whom we can imagine because in uh, in uh, like in i'm again saying i'm again saying bhakti is not about imagining something all imagination arises from the ego and therefore all imagination is just ego fodder this is a very unfortunate kind of cult that has developed over the last 50 100 years in india not 100 years 50 70 years the cult of imagination romantic kind of imagination by romantic i do not necessarily mean man woman romantic means pleasing kind of imagination think of a pleasing god a pleasing god beautiful to look at Huh? That that what that what Mirabai did that uh, that what other Chaitanya. How do you know what Mirabai did? Have you really gone into her literature? Uh, I have I have gone through her pad and that he that she sang for Krishna. How many of how many of how many of them have yeah. you read? How do you know you really understood what she was saying? And that and in all of this and in and in all of this why are you not talking? of the bhagavad gita since i have not listened bhagavad gita to that extent i had read myself once and but then all this discussion is with krishna at the center right yes exactly and the word of krishna is gita and if krishna is at the center then gita should be at the center So why is Gita not at the center? If Krishna is at the center, you know what that means. The obvious conclusion in all this that you are saying, not even Krishna is at the center. It is the ego that is at the center, and it is the ego that looks for an imaginary, personal kind of God. When Krishna is at the center, you do not go after imaginations. That's the difference between a real Krishna lover and a lover of imaginations. what is the correct way i want why should i tell you let krishna tell you so go to the gita <laughs> it's it's not easy to decode it i'm 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 talking to a krishna lover i suppose right yeah yeah you're talking, talking to a krishna lover and if i'm talking to a krishna lover the krishna lover should be the gita lover and how is gita not 
how is gita not easy to decode the the bhagavat puran is in sanskrit the gita is in sanskrit if you can read the bhagavat puran why can't you read the gita i read it but uh, i did uh, like it has uh, you didn't you didn't comprehend it in the first attempt right yeah yeah exactly yeah. if if you really love someone how many times do you woo him till he don't i don't get attend him so if you really love krishna how many times would you attempt the gita till i don't able i will get that ultimate thing from that so but you have not attempted what does that mean uh, sir it is like uh, uh, i was going to from that uh, shrimad bhagavatam part itself like I, uh, like shrimad bhagavatam we are, we are we are talking of krishna here see please we are not talking of stories about krishna we are talking of krishna directly yes. not something about him right okay. hmm? something that emerged right from him which is the gita nothing comes close to the gita right we agree it's a, it's an obvious thing hmm? so if i really love krishna obviously i'll be going through the gita 2000 times and in the light of gita i'll then read bhagavat puran harivansh puran many other purans and then i'll be able to understand the stories in the puranic way without understanding the gita how will you understand the puran hi in the other they also restricted before reading shrimad bhagavatam try to uh, learn uh, shrimad bhagavad gita first no not try try is a very <clears throat> safe kind of excuse i tried and i failed no you have to have gita before you even touch any of the puranic stories otherwise the stories will not make sense to you you will just misinterpret all the stories is not good to personify krishna through his stories through his balilas is it not it is not right kid person is a technical term ha huh? the wrong term uh, no no it's not a, anything that you say is a technical term you have to understand what person means vyakti person hmm? is a term and the exact meaning of that term can be known only via gita which is vedant so if i do not know what the person means how will i know the implications of personification means my definition of person is wrong and exactly. which i get exactly our definition of person comes from the layman hmm from the social grapevine so we say oh he is moving he is a person there are two persons standing there that's the way we define a person right now that's not the way gita defines a person when you will understand how gita and vedant define a person you will be very very cautious of personifying krishna hmm do you know what gita says about persons hmm so here 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 comes a shocker a person is a myth a person is a myth so if you have personified krishna you have turned krishna to a 
Now, is that respect or love? Imagination, now we'll come to that word. That again is a technical word. Imagination. Yeah. Huh? So what is imagination? To imagine Krishna... Uh, no, 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 no. What is imagination? Some To uh, uh, bring something on our mind level. To, to ah, imagine it. Ah, ah. And Krishna is way higher than your mind. Right? Imagination is activity of the ego. Subtle activity of the ego. The ego is the doer. Gross activity is seen in external action. For example, this action. Right? When the action is within the mind, you call that as thought or imagination or conceptualization or whatever. Hmm? So, all that is just ego-centered. Mental. Now, Krishna, by definition, is to be much higher than the mind, right? But if I imagine about Krishna, what have I done? I have dragged him down to my own level. And that is stubbornness of an evil order. I am saying I will not rise to the level of Krishna. Instead, I will drag him down to my level. I think of myself as a person. I will not stop thinking of myself as a person. Instead, I will turn Krishna into a person so that he comes down to my level. The fact is, even I am not a person. How can Krishna be a person? <laughs> even you are not a person. It is a faulty assumption that you have. It is a fundamental illusion that you hold that you are a person. Even you are not a person. How can Krishna be a person? But it's a point to start like, like in maths also we assume it like, and your assumption is always subject to verification, right? And you never assume an answer. But you here have assumed something that is very fundamental in an, as a solution to a mathematics problem. Do you ever write, let's assume the answer is 20, right? But so, so the assumption has to be a very superficial thing and always available to verification. But as soon as you say, uh, let's assume Krishna is a person, that's no more an assumption. That becomes a, a, a fundamental thing you are starting from. You cannot do that. Please see how the mind works. The ego wants security and continuity. The ego says, I want to remain as I am. And I want to continue being as I am. So what will I do? I will not change. But I have been told that something called Krishna is great to have. So what will I do? I will think of Krishna as somebody like me, a person. Whereas, the entire purpose of the Gita is to tell you that you are not a person. If you are not a person, how can Krishna be a person? Now see, look at the whole tragedy in this. Krishna is telling you, you are not a person. And you are telling Krishna, Krishna, you are a person. 
I don't know whether to call it tragic or comic. Krishna is telling you, huh? Dear daughter, you are not a person. Well, you are not even a daughter because if you are not a person, you can't have a gender. Hmm? You are not a person. That's what Krishna is telling you. And what do we come up with? We come up with a rebuttal. And that says, no sir. I am obviously a person. And to make it worse for you, even you are a person. So called Krishna lovers have done this to Krishna. And this entire orgy of imagination and, and picturization and narrative building and storytelling and this and that. And, you know, Krishna is the one about whom not even a word can be said. Instead, we take perverse pleasure in narrating endless stories about Krishna. It's then it's impossible to attain Krishna per se if I think in that sense that okay, I can remaining a person obviously you cannot attain Krishna. If you continue to believe in your personhood, Krishna will remain elusive. And it's a bit difficult to to uh, forget my personhood. It's That's the entire objective of all spirituality and the Gita. To help you, to help you emerge from this illusory narrative of your personhood. That's the very objective. To help you realize that you are not a person. As long as you are a person, you will keep suffering. Spirituality exists to alleviate suffering. If you are a person, you are suffering. But you want to remain a person and you are so adamant that you turn Krishna too into a person just so that you can continue to suffer. That's the wisdom of ego for you. Hmm? The one thing that I cannot give up is my suffering. Ah, suffering because... If I don't suffer, I feel I don't exist. So there have to be some problems, some torture, a lot of pain here and there. Only then I feel I exist. So what's the correct way as I talk in one or two lines? Why should I tell you the way? Who is the ultimate? The ultimate is Krishna. And in ah, so the way told by Krishna is called? Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita. So why should I tell you anything? Go to the Gita. But in Gita, again, I am saying that there are very various marks have been... So let's start with chapter 1, right? Chapter 1. Don't have, don't have... Should we, should not take that name or naam, group like we are, I am taking... Why should I tell you? Let Krishna tell that to you. Chapter 1, huh? Arjun speaks so much 
in chapter 2 krishna will tell you where all the names come from and then you will be in a position to decide whether all this naam leela roop akar they are any good you don't even have to go too far chapter 2 itself will settle the, the debate so sir, how in a in how you you don't want to attend krishna i have the gita Hmm? Is it sufficient? If Krishna is ultimate, Gita is sufficient. If Krishna is not ultimate, then you need four or five other things. Okay. Let me read Gita first, that I'll come to you again. You may not need to. Hmm? Okay. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs>